back to the Made to Last podcast. It's Leah here. And Megan. And we have a special, delicious, lovely guest who's drinking a sip of coffee that was made fresh this morning. Tia Perinello. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. It's my first podcast ever. (laughs) What is this called? Snappy clapping? Snapping. Snap clapping? Yep. Snap clap for Tia. Silent applaud. You will have to come kind of close. Sorry, Sorry guys. I'm so out of my element, and I've never sat so close to Leah in my life. (laughs) We're, we're leaning into this we're best friends and we're like, no, wait, are you the so are you the type of friends that like don't hug ever? No, we hug. Okay, we hug. She I does am. have friends that she doesn't hug. Yeah, but I I'm generally a hugger. I do like to get that out of the way as soon as I walk in a room. You know, yeah. I like to make my rounds and hug everybody. I think it doesn't help that I'm just like Tia, come over here, like give me a hug. Like I'm very expressive. I know because yes. there's like people who friends been friends for like their whole life mm-hmm. never hug each I other. Know. I know. Oh yeah, I have I have a friend. Our, I definitely my have friend Sarah. Like that. I've never I've hugged her maybe once. It's, it's like so really funny. weird. Or like I have friends that will always say like I love you. I don't know what it is. Like I really struggle. Like I really can't. Like I just like oh love you. Like I I don't know. You struggle to say it. Yes. So, Tia gave me this little. This is like probably the sweetest, most intentional gift. Well, I don't know. Tia's done a lot of like kind things for me, but she got me this little dish that you can get at. Um, target and it says i love you and you put your ring in it <laughs> and she brought it to me and she's just like i i wanted you to have this i think i think one of my superior love languages is gift giving for sure like i find myself always giving people I things. Love that is your way to gifts. express but i do it with everything like even if it's just bringing somebody a drink mm-hmm. or like giving someone mm-hmm. a glass of water like yeah they can be small gifts it's like but I do that for Leela. I always give her like she little does. random things. I don't know why. Like she, one time we were going um, longboarding and like I showed up at her house and she just like comes out with this cup of coffee, fresh, <laughs> warm, delicious cup of coffee. She always has the foam just right. And she just gave me a cup of coffee. I'm like, you didn't even know I needed that, but I needed that. <laughs> and we just sat there on our boards and drank. I'm like, who do we think we are? I don't know. <laughs> we're like, we're in a TV sitting in a driveway, right you know, on a long board yeah. drinking coffee. Oh my gosh. So this episode is really just going to be about a lot of things. We're going to interview Tia. She's a very um, unique. Uh, yeah. unique. We're all we're, we're all, all unique. unique in our own yes. We're all unique in our own way. Tia's very like. Um, Gosh, what would be like a word? I'm trying to think of a word to describe you. You're very like mysterious, kind of. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say that she's mysterious. I How do you like, perceive me after meeting me just now? Yeah, you know, I, feel I just like got here, and I, this is the first time we're meeting. I feel like you're very independent. Okay, I, I get like that, that from you. She is very independent. Yeah, which we're also gonna talk about like solo traveling, which she does a lot of. Yeah, which is cool. Yes. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spit out words to describe myself. But I'm always interested. In I feel how like you're independent. Everybody's perceived. You know how yeah. you perceive your close friends, people you just met, people you may yeah. not know. Like that's very interesting. I think me. everybody, like when they meet Tia, especially like if I'm bringing her to like meet someone new, they're always just like so intrigued. I don't know. They want to know more about you, and you're kind of reserved. Like you don't give it all away. Which is something that like, like your grandma calling me out at your yes, wedding. Yes, my grandma totally <laughs> called her out. My grandma went up to Tia and was just like, "I understand you." Wait, wait, like tell she, me exactly what she said because I wasn't there. So you tell me. I you know I was just having a debrief moment. I was standing with a few of my friends uh, on the side of the dance floor. There was a cocktail table, and your grandma comes up to me and she's just like, "You know, it's not word for word, but 
so piece it all together she's kind of just like I've been watching you and I understand you <laughs> like she's been like a, and you know we had like the rehearsal and so I seen her during the mm-hmm. rehearsal and mm-hmm. I you know I noticed I just made small talk with her like yeah. you know talk but talk she's never met adults. you before the wedding think so no and and before the her rehearsal as well no but she came up to me and she's just like I understand you and it was kind of exactly what you were saying she's like you you just you're confident in what you're doing like you have a presence but you're not giving it all away like there's more but yeah. you don't feel like you need to give it away exactly like, yeah. and that is true for myself I don't feel like I need to yeah really explain myself but I am very interested in this kind of like human connection type type deal yeah. I will always go down that rabbit yeah. hole if we if the conversation's <laughs> on it so yeah I mean we can like talk for that's hours. simply said yeah, yeah yeah sorry let's let's get ourselves no, we, on track we, for sure I mean that's exactly I mean that kind of goes into like everything we're talking about today I guess we can just start off with talking about like your solo traveling and how that has like maybe impacted your life impacted your personality and just like how you might like because it's like it's it's intimidating to just be like I'm gonna go to Europe by myself mm-hmm. and she's done it so it's like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yes. how do you... So just talk about kind of like how that's like made you maybe more independent or gain a broader perspective and learn more about yourself. Sure, yeah. I feel like I'll just, I'll just put it out there and say that a lot of people used to follow my Instagram and what I'd post on there, and I'm not active on my personal Instagram anymore, and I, I haven't been for years, but... There was a period in my life where um, I was doing a lot of traveling, but I was dating a British guy. So I would go there and I'd spend, (gasps) yeah, I'd spend extended amount of time in England, to say the least. I mean, we've been to other countries, but that kind of opened up my eyes. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was bold in itself that the first time I was ever on a plane, was going to England by yourself uh, by myself to go see him. That was the first time ever. In general, yeah. So it was kind of like that really opened my eyes, and I learned a lot from being out there. And we Mm -hmm. would kind of use England as this home base and just pop off to other countries, and that was really exciting for me. And then as time went on, obviously I'm no longer dating this person, uh, and you know it's been many many years. But when that ended. I kind of had this realization that you know you can't have your identity tied to somebody and I still wanted to mm-hmm. continue to travel yeah. and do these things so my my way of doing that through my actions was I went to France I think was the big mm-hmm. one and mm-hmm. I went there alone I went for two weeks uh, I really do enjoy going to non-touristy areas mm-hmm. and just I don't have an, a, an agenda I'm not like oh I'm gonna go here and see this mm-hmm. it's just kind of like I want to I want to fit in as much as possible. I yeah. know I'm an outsider, like I'm not oblivious to that, but I want to experience and see the world for what it is really. So, yeah. how the day-to-day life of living there. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. How old were you when you did that? I must have been 20, oh I think. God. So I'm 24 right now, which if you think about it, not much time has passed, but yeah, so just just little things like that, but in terms of how I continued my solo traveling, I got very much into backpacking and exploring that realm. Mm -hmm. And that required me to accumulate a lot of gear. So it it was put off for so long. I was like, I had all these different pieces of gear, but 
you know, Leah's expressed interest in this before mm -hmm. where she's just asking me like, what should I get if I want to get into this? And it's overwhelming. So it took years for me to really be confident and like, okay, I have all the gear that I need to go out and go on these solo backpacking journeys. And the first one I did was Lower Peninsula, Michigan, you know, just local uh -huh. at a place called Nordhaus Dunes. And that, again, opened up my eyes just, but a simpler version, you know, something where I could stay here, not have mm -hmm. to spend so much money going to yeah. Europe and, and doing all that and planning around it. So that's that's where my exciting solo travel endeavors kind of set off. And just recently I went out to Montana and Washington and did oh. some solo backpacking, but I drove out there and oh Leah gosh. knows the full story behind the full it. Story but complexity, but like... It's she was describing it to me, and the fact that she just, like, I guess, for lack of a better word, kept her cool in my... I mean, I'm sure inside there was moments where you were like, what am I... Like, what do I do? But you just, like, keep, like, such a calm and, like... I don't know. Like, you can just give... <laughs> I, guess, I don't know. Did you guys hear that ever. Um, Just give Megan, like, a brief rundown of, like, your car troubles. Oh, Because right. literally, I mean, she's across the country and this happens yeah so i had i have no idea or i had no idea what what going west meant you know <laughs> i was like I, I just knew that it resonated with me a lot of people have always told me like oh you strike me as someone that would enjoy like utah or colorado things like that mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah absolutely but i've never been out there so the whole point was to go and just be in the mountains and experience yeah. it you know mm -hmm. there's a lot in the u.s and we just don't really realize that you right. kind of get wrapped up in the Midwestern. Um, but yeah, my car broke down in Montana. And, you know, long story short, it did break down at a Firestone. But this was just previously, I came out of the trailhead the night before, and I was supposed to be staying another night. I was like two days backpacking uh -huh. in Montana. And my plan was, okay, I'm gonna come out of the trail and I'm gonna sleep in my car at the trailhead, wake up early, and then head towards Bozeman, because that was my next destination. And I'm just, I, I come out of the trail and when I went in, there was cars everywhere, right? Like it was just, mm -hmm. it was, yeah, it was busy mm -hmm. and it was happening there. But when I came out, I was the only vehicle and I'm like, well. When she came out of like her hike, like you yes. stayed in okay. there and then you came back to just drive. Right? No, just to sleep in the car. Oh. So oh. I, w I hiked like 15 miles out of the middle of nowhere, and I was just going to sleep in my car to get rest and in the morning head out. But yeah. I, it freaked me out that I was the only car there, so my intuition was like, okay, well, maybe I should just make some, some progress on the road and head towards Bozeman. But I'm driving my car. I started, it's sounding horrible. Like, it's in sounding the like. Like there's snow. Like there's oh. legit snow, right? Yes, yeah, so like the way I was supposed to drive out of this, I drove where headed west, you know, mm -hmm. like you're just heading west and the roads out there are much different. It's not very confusing. There's only very few roads. And I reached the Yellowstone entrance. So I was like in southern Montana, yeah. basically Wyoming. I reached the Yellowstone entrance and I'm like, I should have known that this is closed. I mean, I don't know if you guys know that the floods that recently happened. Oh, yeah. And... I saw the damage of that and it was pretty bad, but I didn't realize, and I realized and I didn't think that that would be closed. So I was like, okay, I have to drive an hour and a half out the other way yeah. through the mountains. It was 10,000 feet. There was snow up there. It was pitch black. So I was like, no, I can't possibly do that. I'm just going to go back to the trailhead and sleep in my car. 
and I'm laying there and I literally hear the sound of like an acorn drop and I was like no I can't I can't do this so I I just again literally from the back of this this SUV I just like you know how you just like jump from the back to mm-hmm. the front without getting yeah. out of the car like I just slid I just slid <laughs> up there I drank the ice cold bear with me like this McDonald's dark roast that was like sludged at the bottom I just down that I'm like well I need energy and it's I just hiked 15 miles I have to get out of here I have to drive at 10,000 feet so I'm driving you also mentioned this like when you were um, telling me the full story you were like there's nobody else to like help me make this decision like I need to make it for myself so that was like another moment where you were like we're put in this scenario where you're like I can't call my parents I can't call like a friend and try like try to help have them help me get me out of this like I am in Montana I am like miles and miles away from home I need to make a decision but it's like so scary yes to complement the theme of this yes there the independence around it you you don't have anybody and that's why I like backpacking alone is because it's almost like a test I do it for fun but I also do it to test you know what my mental and physical strengths are my survival skills whatever I'm not bear grills by any means I'm not trying to say that. I just, I think it's interesting and important to grow in that way. But yes, I'll, I'll keep it short and just say my car is just was sounding so horrible on that drive out of the mountains and I knew something was wrong and I woke up, I made it to Bozeman, but I woke up in the morning and I'm like driving to Missoula, the next town, just on the phone with like 12 different mechanics and they're, they're all just like, honey, we're booked. Like... <laughs> Honey, we're booked. Yeah, their little southern (laughs) accents. Honey, we're booked for five months. They're like, they're like, oh, honey, we're booked. Like, and I'm like, okay. And I'm on this like twelve lead phone call, and they're like, check Firestone. And I'm like, I probably should have done that in the first place. I call Firestone. They're like, yeah, we could take you. I literally pull up to Firestone, park in the back to get some of my valuables out of the car because I'm about to hand them my car. Yeah. And I go to start it. And it just sounds like it's going to explode. And it didn't start. So the guy basically told me that I ripped the belt that runs the engine. It's called a serpentine belt. I ripped that to shreds in that moment. Like if I stopped at any point, yeah. driving out of those mountains in the middle of the night, even just <laughs> to like just, stop and get Megan's gas. Megan's face right now is shocked. <laughs> Can you imagine this, Megan? Like, can you imagine if that happened? Hold on. If I were to be with anyone in this situation, I'd want to be with Tia. Because you seem so calm. I'd be hysterical. I know. I would be too. I mean, somebody had to be looking out because the odds of that happening, I was like, but then again, like, there's no time to dwell on it. So I'm like, okay, well, what what am I going to do? My car is going to get fixed. I had an impromptu trip in Missoula. Like, I had to stay for the night found an excellent Airbnb and just kind of explored the town. Like you have to make oh the gosh. most of the situations Another like that. person I'd want to travel to Europe with or like yeah. out of the country. To yeah. Just rely on her. Yeah. Seriously. That's so, wild. Yeah. Just solo traveling in general. It's like we were just saying those difficulties and just knowing that not everything is going to be linear is so important. Mm-hmm. And it makes you so much stronger of an individual. Like when you come home to this mundane everyday experience, mm-hmm. like it, everything is less of a blow. Like right. if you're, if a pipe on your sink bursts, it's kind of just like, okay, I've been through worse, you know, right. like, right. yeah. So you're that's testing what's good your about body. It. You're, t- you're really testing your body and your brain like to go, this is like 
from a Disney movie. Go the distance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yes. Hercules, thank you. No, but like you're testing your strengths and it's like so empowering to like literally be, to know that you went, you got through that and like you actually did like get all the way home. Like you're home, you're safe. Everything's like, that's empowering. After that, that trip, happens. did that make you like worried to do something like that, like that again? Not worry, but I am at the point in my life, uh, and I was explaining this to a friend of mine, where I've done so many things solo that I'm kind of at the point where I'm looking for like-minded individuals and trying to basically like either recruit or convert my <laughs> friends to like get some gear, get some basic gear. We could borrow some things from from people, from myself, and let's. I you want to? I came back realizing that I want to experience these types of views with people yeah. and. Mm-hmm you know, to go through those hardships with someone, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think, like, me, Leah and I am, like, signaling to her sitting next to me here. <laughs> um, it tests your friendships, too, and, like, sure. yeah. what you're capable of with another individual. That is so wild. Yes, Isn't that was just one of the like issues. There so were others, stunned. but we'll, for another time, for sure. She's pretty crazy. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, wait, but out of all the places, what was your favorite place that you went to? On that recent trip? On any trip, like out of all your trips. That's a great question. best destination. I traveled to, so when I went to France, I took a train one of the days to Monaco, which is a separate country in itself, and that's where they do like Formula One racing as well. But Monaco is this beautiful, they have royals too, so there's a prince. Um, But it's just this beautiful little country, and I just decided to take a day trip there, and it is so wealthy. It's like... The yachts that you see in the harbor mm-hmm. are unreal. But I felt the, the best way I can explain it is that I felt like the streets were power washed. Like it was pristine. Oh, yeah. Like it just looked so beautiful. Power washed streets lined with orange <laughs> yeah. trees. Like that was a oh common memory I had. Um, but Monaco for sure. And France was beautiful as well. But yeah. We were just talking about Megan and I might go to Paris or Fr- go. France. Maybe you Tia can come. Yeah, Tia, you want to come? Basically, there was a, yeah, be our guide. I'll handle the issues. There was a giveaway, like a photographer giveaway. It's like mm-hmm. a two-day event type thing where they set up like six shoots all styled. And Different it's just, couples, it's just like, they're all dressed. Just like, like to you know. build your portfolio right, and stuff. Right. But one, the shoots look amazing. They were, they looked so cute. But I'm just like, I sent it to Leah on Instagram, kind mm-hmm. of as like, oh my God, like how fun would this be? And she's like, I would go. And I was like. Really? And I was like starting to think of yeah. it. And I started looking at flights and I was like, you just okay. have well, to you pull the trigger. Yeah, I did. Oh my gosh. You just, that's my best advice. You like, none of these trips were planned months in advance or anything like that. Like, yeah. maybe we, France for the flight, but like, this last one, this Montana, Washington, it was so impulsive. I almost, I thought about it and then I was like, no, I'm not going to go. And then something inside me was like, just go. Okay. Mm-hmm. I studied abroad. Oh, this is, oh, there shoot. is a <laughs> wild. It's like right outside your house. Um, Some Lamont emergencies. Just a little emergency outside. I studied abroad. Nothing crazy like you did. But um, we did a trip to Paris and we booked it two days before. And it was just like the wildest thing. It's beautiful. Those are the beautiful moments, you know. It is. But we should look into it. We should do like a trio trip. Because like you said, this is the time to do it. Yeah. And she wants, she's asking for people to do these things with i mean she just said it that's all i'm saying i mean we'd be in paris though that could be a little touristy paris but, but maybe we could venture we could do a day areas, trip you know out to yeah. yeah and maybe we can go more than like what we were originally thinking yeah I don't know. 
We spent like a just, whole month. Just yeah. yourself <laughs> okay, out bye. there. Yes. I'm like, I'm not working anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to take a month off. Sounds That's the hard part. The adjustment back yeah. is definitely hard. But I would love to do some of that stuff. Like, um, I want to experience a lot of like Europe with Roman too, but I think I just want to keep going there with like different groups of people and like, yeah. you know, have different experiences. Like it's going to be a totally different experience with just my girlfriends rather yeah. than like my husband, you know? So it's like, I do want to kind of just experience it in all different areas. And there's so much over there. I mean, if we're going to like oh, Italy, but then we're going to France, like that's, they're totally different. So yeah. Yeah. That'd be really fun. Just Europe in general. I mean, it's completely different. You ask anyone who, who's been there and it definitely shifts your perspective. Mm-hmm. If, it makes me feel like we're doing everything wrong here, but there is I know, no right but way. Then it's also, just different. There was a point when I was abroad, I was like, I just need to go home. Like I miss so There's many things. Then when you get home, you just feel so much more right. comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. There is a comfort. Yeah. When you're like, when back. you're home, you're used I mean, to it. they I mean, feel like, I'm mean, sure Europeans feel that yeah. way when yeah. they come here and then go back yeah. home. But exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Tia, I also want to touch on this is something that like I've been wanting to I guess adapt into my life. Is that a weird word? I don't know. Cycle syncing. Cycle syncing with your period. Adopt maybe into your life. Adopt, adopt. my life. Incorporate. Ad- incorporate. Mm-hmm. That's Thank what we were you, looking Megan. for. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Thank you. Incorporate. Um, but have you guys heard of cycle syncing? Also like um, just, I guess, working around your period and making it a better experience. That's basically what it is. Like eating foods, using nutrition to its fullest advantage, like with your cycle, with your period, because your cycle is an ongoing cycle. It's not just like you get your period, you're done. You have four different phases, right? Mm-hmm. Four different phases. And there's ways you can actually like nourish your body to help with some of those symptoms that you're experiencing with PMS and I don't know. I'm just very interested in knowing your perspective because I know you've done cycle syncing and um, I don't know. Just tell us what you know about it. Yeah, sure. I mean, this is to a lot of people, this strikes them as a very strange topic because I heard it at first in a podcast as well. Mm -hmm. uh, And I just, it was, it kind of blew me away and it's so simple. It's like, is it really this easy type thing? And it's, it's beyond nourishment and how you're eating as well. Like there's a lot of it goes into your personality too and just your overall like being Mm -hmm. and there's ways to leverage it to just be the the optimal self um but yeah cycle syncing basically as leah said you have four different phases Mm -hmm. and you know this is great information for both men and women all the (laughs) men out there this is this is really good for you guys to know just to understand you know your partner if you are with a woman and just your sisters, your mothers, whoever, because it's any lady. It's important. Life. Yes, any <laughs> lady in your life. Um, but you go through four different cycles, aka four different personalities, really throughout the month, and that's why that's why we're hard to Guilty. keep up with, guys. Yeah, that's why we're hard to keep up with. But you have the follicular phase, which is so the very first day is the day that you start bleeding, essentially, like your menstrual cycle. So. It starts with menstrual cycle, and then it goes into follicular, and then you have ovulatory, and then you have luteal. 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 Wait till we get to the luteal, <laughs> Luteal guys. is tragic. Luteal is that is that phase that you all hate. You don't even you don't you're gonna know what it's called now, but it's it's when you're feeling psychotic. Oh, um, I know that feeling. 
But basically, and maybe we can have Leah attach just a little template. Like we've Googled this before and we have uh, mm -hmm. one that we follow. It's kind of mm -hmm. a chart where it lists all the different types of food you're supposed to be eating. But all it really does is balance out your hormones. So it's mm -hmm. not normal. It's been normalized to to say that women are supposed to feel these PMS symptoms, but that's actually not normal. And there's a way, aka cycle syncing, to just feel literally the same person the entire month. You wow. know, and you're gonna be able to leverage your more creative processes in the follicular phase, for example. Um, but you can literally feel steady. You won't have cramps, you won't have any bloating, you won't you won't have like tender breasts or anything like that. You're just you'll feel normal but is you have to keep up with it still that. like is your mood better like like, like eat, i don't know what, I your mood is it. your yeah. mood is more even <laughs> for sure but just to give like a brief synopsis um your follicular phase is directly after your period and that's and ladies you guys probably notice this in yourselves mm -hmm. and and us as well but you feel that lean look, you know, you look in the mirror and it's, it's like when you wake up skinny for no reason type thing, like those mornings, your <laughs> face feels your, your, yeah. um, or your, um, right after your period, like when you're yes, done yes. having your period, yeah. you're more creative in this, uh, in the follicular phase. Like I personally plan interviews around it. I plan presentations around oh it. I plan gosh. big conversations around it. And I, if I'm in luteal, which is the psychotic phase, I will literally <laughs> hold off until I'm in follicular Wait, to have so big crazy. discussions. Yeah. I do notice this too. Like, I feel like I get my best ideas. Like I just finished my period and I do have like a lot of energy at this point. You're in a great phase. I'm I in am. the same one. <laughs> right now. It's like, yeah. I, I, I feel this excitement to like, I'm going to get so much done and I have all these bright ideas and that's like where I come up with like ideas to like expand my business or like a plan of attack or goal setting and stuff yeah. like this is this is the week or week and a half that it happens really yeah and you can look up if you just look up four phases of um, female menstrual cycle you can kind of see the days and how they're separated I don't know them off the top of my head mm -hmm. um, but follicular phase, you can leverage so much. When you're doing your workouts, this is when you go for a run, if any of you guys run, and you just feel like literally unstoppable, yeah. like light on your feet, and then you'll go for a run in luteal phase, for example, and you're like, I, can, <laughs> I can't move. Like, I feel like I have cement legs. Yeah. It's, it's not our fault. Like, it's just you're supposed to be doing different things during different times and eating different things. Like, yeah. when you're menstruating, you should be eating red meat, for example, because that's replacing the loss of iron and just, like, Balancing it out in that way. It's like all coming full circle. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it makes so much sense. Like, it's yeah. like, f food is your, is your medicine, really. Yeah, and just taking time for yourself, too. So, I keep touching on luteal, but there's, there's things you should be doing for yourself during that period. Like, you shouldn't be as social. You shouldn't be surrounding yourself with people that are kind of going to be draining your en energy. Mm -hmm. Or when you feel like you're putting on that, I don't want to say fake, but you really, you know those times where you really don't mm -hmm. have the energy to be mm -hmm. having discussions with mm -hmm. people or being around friends or going out? You could be in that phase, but you should just be nourishing yourself in that time, like taking a yeah. lot of time for self. This is the, you know, they have different charts. It would be like, do journaling during this time. It's better to do weightlifting and kind of consistent long walks during that time as opposed to like fast-paced yeah. mm -hmm. workouts mm -hmm. or long runs. Um, but... I just, I just think it's something that a lot of people don't know. And if you yeah. want somewhere to start, I would say just 
look up cycle syncing, a food chart, which Leah can probably attach one. Yeah, Tia's going to create a little food chart. Yes, I'm gonna print I've been it meaning out. to. Print it out. I'm going to print it out. I'm going to hang that sucker all over my kitchen. Rome's going to so know it. interesting. And then he'll know like the phases too. It is really important for your partner to yes. know too. If they, you know, you live with a woman and, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's, I've, it's I've converted a lot of people around me, a.k.a. Leah's younger brothers i've even taught yes. them about luteal and now yeah. we it just has become a common like household joke but i like want to so like i want to do it especially the eating yeah. part just like knowing what to eat because i feel like when i'm working i know i said in a podcast pack a lunch but i rarely pack a lunch anymore and i don't eat mm-hmm. but i just feel like there's various it's, phases and yeah. i'm like miserable and dying mm-hmm. and yes. or like in pain and i'm just like I just want to see and if it'll work. there's foods that will actually help. It, you can yeah. snack She's yourself out. She's done it. Like, she can prove that it actually does work. Like, I've had horrible luteal phases where I'm just feeling bloated. I don't want to talk to another soul, and I'm just like, leave me alone, and I'm not responding to anybody's text messages. But foods that I eat during that time are like dates, sweet potatoes, yeah. roasted vegetables, mm-hmm. brown rice, yeah. and I literally can just watch my body transform off of it. I'm like, actually, I feel great. I can probably go out. I could probably, you know, go on that yeah. run or go talk to those, mm-hmm. that group of friends. Like, it's just being comfortable and aware, too. I mean, everybody, there's being so many factors. I feel like I, there's, we don't know anything. No. They don't teach you anything. There needs no. to be a course on this. Like, like a female biology like, why course. Are really frustrating. Yes. Why aren't we taking this class, like, in health class? Like, why aren't, why aren't we being, like, like do you remember do all this like for you know? us in like fifth grade i remember they split the boys in one room yes. and the girls in one room and they just talked about a period and like obviously you're young like right. they're not gonna tell you all this mm-hmm. but like i just like why don't we know this stuff I yeah it's just being it's open so... you don't have to be it, this this podcast in itself on this topic will will no doubt make people uncomfortable like there's always people who are just so unfamiliar with hearing mm-hmm. it and they mm-hmm. get the discomfort from that it's not that yeah it's not that they think it's wrong. It's just it's not talked about enough. Yeah. And you know, if I had if I had kids, if I had a daughter, I would be teaching her these things. Yeah. Yeah. Tia's gonna come over age. and explain this to my my girls if I have girls. Someday. Yeah. If I have girls, yeah. Tia's be like, so <laughs> like Auntie Tia is coming We're over and Tia. explaining. Yeah. Tia's gonna be the teacher. We're like, actually, you have a class today. Yeah. Tia. <laughs> like, um, Tia. <laughs> I mean, just just with like kids in a room, like, oh, listen, guys. <laughs> With, like, a bunch of food around, like, yes, different food yes, groups. like, oh, this will be good for this phase. No. Yeah, yeah, But can you great. imagine if somebody started, like, doing this more when they were, like, 14 and got their period, you know, rather than, like, yeah. covering up all the symptoms, but actually, like, using, like I, I said before, like, using nutrition to counteract those symptoms. Right. And make you a just better self all throughout the month. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And even, like, there, I know so many people that were on birth control. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. never on it, but it's Same. just like mm-hmm. doctors just shove it at you. They do. Yeah. And they don't tell you any of this. And you don't have control. Of, so like cycle syncing wouldn't work in a situation like that. Like yeah. it could, but ultimately your, your hormones are controlled by, yeah, by that pill. You know? I mean, I so know it's people harder. who get off it, they struggle to like mm-hmm. get yeah. back to normal. I mean, it's going to take a long time If they time knew to this, I wonder like, right. Just how much quicker it would be. Right. Like, I don't I know. know. I know. I know. I, I, that's also why I just want to like push this message out there because it's like, I, I was always like told like I need to be on birth control, but I had a very healthy period. I never skipped a period. I'm yeah. like, why? Like, I just need, I like knowing that my body is healthy mm-hmm. when I get my period every month 
and being like, okay, yeah. perfect. Everything Doing is Doing it working. on its own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now knowing more about the phases and just like how, what your body's going through in those phases, I think is also just another way to like, it's a form of self love and self care mm-hmm. because you're like actually like able to fully nourish your body, able to mm-hmm. fully understand what your female body is going through and it's amazing right i mean also as simple as just if you're not doing it already just start tracking your Mm -hmm. your period Mm -hmm. know when it's going to be coming my my notes from like two years she has notes in her phone of like every time she gets her period i keep thinking about that i keep thinking about the app this is from like starting two years ago (laughs) like when it starts (laughs) and then i had like weird pain so i like had that for the listeners she (laughs) essentially pulled out a novel and iphone notes yes um, yeah. So the flow. So where this information stems from? When I heard the podcast of, I'm sorry, I can't credit the person. I don't remember who it was, but they read a book called Woman Code, which is a book out there that covers all okay. of this. And I don't know and the author the off the top of my Woman head. Code. Again, I apologize that I can't credit them, but she's the creator of the Flow app. Oh, oh. no way! So it kind of just goes full circle with that. And you know, I use Flow. Make sure you don't accidentally subscribe to premium because it's really tricky totally on there. Yeah. literally yeah. i paid for a full annual it was like i don't know i don't, what, I I don't know what i did free, it was like where you tap i can't tell i i don't think i pay for the subscription i i just log my period and i do look at like some of like the guidelines that they have of like if you're feeling this way like try um i don't know like different ways to like cope with like you know symptoms or something but it's all good information it or... is she does a great job and I'm pretty sure she was the one that was on the podcast that I was that's so listening cool. to. Wow. But that's a great place to start because then you can figure out when your follicular phase is, when your luteal. Yeah. Run. <laughs> run from, run the hills. from the luteal. Run the no. Kate Bush that. <laughs> oh, God. No, I, I love this. I think this is like a great topic to bring like awareness to just like feeling more empowered in your body and understanding that and right i, I mean it. i go i'm glad leah caught on to it and this was must have been like a year or two ago now we were talking mm-hmm. about it in her husband's parents basement for one of our movie nights <laughs> um but i hope it sticks with you as well and just start no, telling people about intrigued. it tell yeah. all tell all the women we, you know we will have a little chart down below in um the show notes just to kind of help you and help guide you through like what foods to eat um, Tia's gonna kind of mock something up and we'll make it all cute so you can like hang in your kitchen and maybe we'll make a few Stick different like color templates so you can just like enjoy that but just as like a free guide to like just help you because and I mean it's good for if you know you have a job or you're in school I mean who doesn't have a job or is not in school you know whatever but to be your best self I just really think it's a great guide to like start with for women out there with their own businesses or just showing up to work every day working like 24-hour shifts as a nurse or mm-hmm. whatever just to like kind of get a good guideline and really try to like be your best self so absolutely well t i that think was this, so fun i think this is so fun i wish this could be like three hours yeah. this is we just have you I, yeah have me for a part two i, I have mean, so she much five more minutes to say for but, me, but we, we have to kind of wrap up because we have to head to our wedding um that we're shooting megan and i but this was so fun Tia also often second shoots with me because um, she's my bestie. We didn't really dive into like how we know each other, but that could be for another um, episode, like how we Tia yeah. and I met. But um, this was so great. Do you have a goodbye in mind 
that you would like to share? <laughs> I, She's like, I oh, forgot that was coming. So <laughs> like anything you listen, learned? I walked in, I walked in on the tail end of a different podcast yes, that they're yeah. recording and Roman took mine. So <laughs> Roman, you guys Roman, will hear Roman. what that is when he says it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I kind of <laughs> see it's swallows. hard. <laughs> it's hard though. I feel like we're going to get to a point where it's like, I kind of, uh, if I, if it has to be something authentic to myself, I really do. Like when I leave just people, I, I just say like, I just you. say like, see you later, man. <laughs> see you later, man. See you later, man. Well, I, I say peace and see you later, listening. man. Thanks for listening and see you later. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs>